When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. You got Brendan Escott with you tonight. One more hour of inside sports here. 780-496-0063, the number to keep in touch. Still to come, we're going to introduce you to, or maybe reintroduce you to an Edmonton Marathon participant. Yeah, the race coming up on Sunday this week. An Edmonton Marathon participant going for a Guinness World Record, but not necessarily for like the fastest marathon time. You're going to stick around after the 7.30 news and find out what I'm talking about. But right now, let's uh, pleased to be joined, really. Let's just start there. Pleased to be joined in the studio by a man who, just generally speaking, is almost as nice a person as his beard is nice, as his style is nice. We welcome Tony Brar from Oilers TV to Inside Sports tonight. Tony, how are you? I am fantastic. Happy Wednesday to everybody listening. And Esco, I'll make sure I slip that 20 bucks that I promised you to say <laughs> all those nice things about me. Great to be here. First time in the 630 Chad studio. Yeah, well, super happy that we were able to work this into a schedule and then the summer, there is no hope of getting a hold of you in the winter, as we know. <laughs> you are busy from from September through the, well, hopefully through June, the end of June, this upcoming season. But uh, a lot of fun. It looks like you've been having this off-season. Everything from golfing to uh, ball hockey nationals with the Edmonton ball hockey team that seems to be there every single year, certainly yeah. since I've moved to Edmonton. Uh, there's, there's a great story there that I like to touch on once a summer. So uh, you're a good spokesperson for all of those kinds of things. So uh, I, yeah. I appreciate that. You know what? I can't wait to hear about this Guinness World Record, by the way. And also shout out to my buddy, Isaac Conrad. He's also running in the half marathon on Sunday as well. So a quick hello to you, Isaac. But I can't wait to hear about this uh, 7.30 hit and what the Guinness World Record entails. <laughs> my curiosity is spiking. <laughs> Listen, this summer's been great. Honestly, Brendan, I kid you not, and I say this with pure humility, the best summer of my entire life. And obviously just coming home from nationals, uh, competing with the Edmonton Ball Hockey Club. We made another final, very proud about that, but uh, lost again to the uh, Brampton Midnight Express, who have now three-peated really? on the Canadian national stage. Oh, man. So you're, you're there each and every year at the dance, but it's become a, a bridesmaid and not the bride scenario, <laughs> perhaps, for the Edmonton team. Who, uh, you know, Tell me the story the, the, as much as you can, because I think there's a lot of people who don't really understand, well, ball hockey, how serious could it possibly be? Well, the answer is, is very, you know, you're Long training, whether you're playing year long or just keeping your body in shape all year long, like there's a lot that goes into the summer season. 
Yeah, there definitely is, especially when it comes to ice hockey fans. Maybe ball hockey doesn't get necessarily the respect it truly deserves because I promise you right now, all across the world, and especially in this great country, there is some serious, serious talent. Like, Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable when you get to watch (laughs) the best ball hockey players in the world converge all in a a span of a week. And uh, this past Nationals, it has really signified and symbolizes the growth that their sport has seen. Every province was competitive. Every game was a one or two goal game with an empty netter with the exception, of course, of a few. And yeah, Brampton has won three straight in a row, but every team gave them a run for their money as well in the round robin, in the knockout stages. And that's the beauty of it. Just like the NHL, you want to see a little bit more parity, but it's not salary cap driven uh, driven like the Mm. nhl this is talent driven because it's beginning to get more exposure more people are starting to play more people are starting to take it seriously and when you see the team canada slovakia's czech republic the finland's sweden's every single person in these countries are starting to get exposed to it more and the quality of hockey has gone up dramatically in the last half decade. So uh, not salary cap driven, but <laughs> certainly Edmonton, a big city with a lot of ball hockey players to draw on. And I would think, uh, and on, you said Burlington, Ontario? Uh, we went to, oh, sorry, Brampton won. Brampton won, Brampton yeah. Won. yeah Burlington was the uh, the lacrosse program that won. But, uh, but Brampton, I think the big catchment area, I'm thinking like as far as bodies to choose from, they would have uh, a pretty significant advantage, especially over some of the, or- the organizations that are coming from the and the Maritimes, that sort of thing. Definitely. And uh, depending on how what the population is in your province, you can actually have certain representative number of teams for that province. So I believe Ontario can have three. They went with two teams. So there was another team, the Toronto Titans, that they met in the semifinal as well. So Toronto, obviously, a large pool to select from. And naturally, yeah, you might get the higher-end talent, but that, doesn't, that does not understate the... I guess the talent all across the country. Yeah. I mean, I know Manitoba doesn't have a team. We picked up a guy from Manitoba. His name was Remy. He was our top line center. Like every province is producing some pretty good ball hockey players, and I can't wait to see where this game goes in the next five years. Yeah, interesting stuff. Chatting with Tony Brar, who's uh, been to the big dance a few times now with the Edmonton uh, Ball Hockey Club. Um, Off-season-wise, you are also... The one one thing I wanted to talk about was Zach Hyman's golf tournament. That looked absolutely incredible, man. (laughs) That was so, so fun. Like, every single person there, from Connor to Leon to Marty Turco to Carlo Koliakovo, who are two people I played with, Mm -hmm. to Owen Brady, who plays in junior. Like, everyone was there for such a good reason. Everyone was there to support sick kids. And I I, I, I apologize, Zach, but I do... um, forget the second organization that benefited from that tournament, but they raised close to half a million dollars. And we're out there for a golf tournament. It was such a great time. Current players, past players, future players, executives, media guys. Elliot Friedman was, you know, (laughs) providing all the jokes on the stage. And Kevin Bieksa, obviously we know him from his work in Sportsnet, but one of the most genuine humans you'll ever meet. You get to see a side of people that you see all the time that you think you know, but you get to go a little bit deeper. You get to understand them, what makes them tick, what makes them so happy, and what makes them so vibrant on mm-hmm. TV. And I think that's the most special thing about it, because everyone has a why. Everyone has a why. Brendan, you're sitting in the 630 Chat <laughs> studio. You're here every single day for hours and hours on end. You have a why. I have a why for mm-hmm. what I do with Oilers TV, and I think that's a very spectacular thing. When, the, when that layer is kind of peeled off, it's not necessarily a professional setting, 
I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. Right on. And so that leads me to ask, I mean, whether it was that tournament, was there was there a spot during the season? I mean, what, what have you noticed that's really stood out to you as either a really uh, like a human interest kind of moment? Is there something behind the scenes like that that's kind of caught you where you're like, wow, that's that's really awesome. This person's just a, a person like the rest of us. Something, something along those lines. You must have seen something. You know, Carla Koliakovo and Marty Turco, seriously, a couple of the most down-to-earth individuals you'll ever meet. I talked to Marty about the famous Alex Hemsky goal where Patrick Stefan's <laughs> uh, of course, we know the blunder, and I hate to I hate to kind of get on him for that because, honestly, what else is he supposed to do? Yeah, I, the, the, the ice <laughs> failed him. <laughs> the ice failed him. Like, if you watch it in slow motion, the puck bounces at the worst time possible. I talked to him about it, and he's like, you know what, Tony? We won that game. And a lot of people forget that the Dallas Stars beat the Empton Oilers in overtime in that game. So, um, you know, one thing about Marty Turco, like he has a brewing company now, Kingsville Brewery, and and he's all over that. Um, he just, um, oh my goodness, he just got a, um, oh, he just got awarded with something back home as well and and i can't remember where it is but he stays in dallas carlo is is at a golf tournament playing against a 37 handicap from the red tees like these are just (laughs) everyday people but they just happen to be very very good at hockey I think that there's a very uh, personable side to every hockey player, really. So tell me, uh, as we chat with Oilers TV reporter Tony Brar, tell me something about the Oilers uh, that we may not get to see. Is there a prankster on the team? Is there a gamer on the team? Is there somebody who, like uh, Tennessee Titans quarterback Will Levis, uh, uh, puts mayonnaise in their coffee? As like, w- w- What's the tea, man? Spill the beans. That is fun. Before I get to that, we should try that. I no, just want to try we it once. Aren't you like curious? No. I want to run for the nearest trash bin when I think about that, actually. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to try that. As a big fan of mayonnaise and a big fan of coffee, why not? Let's just try it. It's like fruit and desserts, man. Each individually, they are fine together. Uh, Brendan, uh, Brendan, doesn't, uh, Brendan doesn't blend them. Something like that. That's a anyway, good one. I like so, it. So take me behind the scenes. There's got to yeah. be something that... that has caught your eye here uh, with with the Oilers team. Especially in the last three quarters of the season. I don't want to say at the start because I wasn't traveling as much at the start of the season with the launch of Oilers Plus. So I don't actually know this, but since I started flying with the team last season again, they are massive Mario Kart players. <laughs> really? Every <laughs> single guy on that plane, nearly, probably half the team, they're in on a single lobby in Mario Kart because you can connect your Switch, and every single guy has a Switch. And they all connected to for to form this one big lobby. I've kind of joined in on a couple of the games <laughs> as well. And you'll be surprised to know who's the best. There's actually two of them. They're always jostling one and two, one and two. It was Kyler Yamamoto, of course, mm-hmm. now with the Seattle Kraken. And Connor McDavid. Really? McDavid is a top two player in that Mario Kart. That is the absolute last person <laughs> I would have suspected simply because, well, isn't he always just shooting pucks in his garage or or, or working the, uh, the the skate mill, the, the whatever they call that? I, that's that's surprising to hear. Uh, is it more of a thing for the younger players to do? or Do they still play cards on the plane? Yeah, you know what? There's uh, a lot of card players. So they have on the plane, they have these two tables set up side by side so they have four seats on each row facing each other so there's eight total people so you can get eight people to play a certain game i forgot devin shore always brought it on board and i can't i can't remember what it's called and i'm not even going to try 
try guessing it because yeah. they don't know what but, it's but called. But they've got a game and they've got something that they go to. Yeah, you betcha. Certainly. But if they're not playing Switch, Switch is number one priority now. <laughs> I kid you not. From the veterans to the young guns, everyone is in on the Switch games. And it uh, actually provides a pretty funny laugh on the plane. I, I don't know that. Uh, take me through the art, Tony, of the of the aesthetic photo that gets taken as you're deplaning and you're somewhere beautiful <laughs> and there's a big blue sky and you've got your traveler's briefcase and you've picked just the right outfit to be <laughs> candidly caught as you're getting off the plane. Tell me about the art form because you, you've definitely mastered the art, as have the players, I would suggest. You know what? I'm not going to lie and I'm not ashamed to say it. So every time we deplane, of course, we're getting Oilers Plus content. We're also getting content for our for our Edmonton Oilers social team. So we have our social media manager, Billy Sheets, out there. We have our video producers, whether it's Jacob, Trent, Cole, or Ryan Mojo. They're out there. And whenever I feel like, you know, I got a pretty good suit on, I kind of want to get a nice photo of it, I'll be like, hey, man, mind quickly <laughs> taking a quick photo of me as well after all the players go? So, hey, no shame in that. If you're not trying, it's all good. But I will say this. One time, I asked Cam Moon to hold on to my winter coat, and he has not let this down to this day. All, all for the photo. I'm, I'm going to be honest. At least I'm owning it. I'm not lying about it. I'm like, hey, Cam, do you mind holding this coat when you deplane? And then I didn't tell him why. And he's like, yeah, no problem at all. And then he sees me walking down the stairs, candidly looking to my right with the camera to the left, and he has not let this go to this day. That is spectacular. He <laughs> is the type that would not let you live that down. But he's not going to you know, be too overt or mean about it. He'll, he'll be able to chuckle at you anytime <laughs> you see him at this point. You said he was a, a pretty bang-up golfer in one of the tournaments you played with him. You know what? He told me that he swings the sticks maybe once or twice a year and it's always for these events of course back in Edmonton a couple of weeks ago as soon as I got back from the Zach Hyman golf tournament I played in the Jays Care Foundation tournament here mm -hmm. in Edmonton and Cam Moon was on my team and we were paired or I guess we were grouped with four other individuals and Cam's like man I'm gonna be so bad like he's like <laughs> he's just telling me how bad he's going to be and and yeah there were a couple of swings that got away from us and who doesn't like get that end of the stick from golf sometimes and then all of a sudden this guy was lights out on the greens every single time you'd be putting it either one inch from the hole depending <laughs> on whether it was 20 30 or 40 feet away or in the hole like he became our anchor on the green and we shot like a 10 under as a group whoa and cam moon is a big reason why because he just kept hitting putt after putt after putt huh the mini golf connoisseur <laughs> The right line and the right weight. Cam Moon, I, I am surprised for yeah. somebody that, again, I see, you know, he's told me the same thing. Doesn't really, you know, you could take or leave the game of golf, certainly. It, yeah. <laughs> um, you got to go not only to the All-Star game, you got to go to the draft. So that's taken you this year alone to Nashville, to Florida. Uh, beautiful stops on the tour. I just wonder what it's been like for you seeing so much of, of the United States and Canada and all these different stops. I'm just so envious of the opportunity you've had to see it all. You know what? I say this with great humility. It is the best part of my job. Mm -hmm. When you get to travel, I heard this great quote many, many years ago, and it said... Traveling is the only thing you purchase from your wallet that truly makes you richer. And I mm -hmm. thought about that. I like <laughs> the life experience you gain. You like before I even started this job with Warriors TV back in 2018. It's been 5 years now. I never even been to the US. 
And now I've been to, what, 35 different U.S. cities, mm-hmm. including some AHL cities. Like, I am so grateful for every day. I hold myself with a lot of gratitude, but even that is something that kind of blows my mind to this day. And getting to experience, you know, the All-Star Games, the draft, the awards with fellow NHL colleagues, that face-to-face interaction is so different. It's why I wanted to be face-to-face with you here mm-hmm. today. You're like, hey, you can hop on a call anytime. I'm like, no, I want to be in studio. It's completely different, right? It removes a layer. I completely agree. Yeah, and it adds a layer of authenticity. So when you get to do that with people that you've looked up to in this industry, you and I are big broadcasting nerds. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember back <laughs> in Nate, when you and I went to Nate in 2017, we were talking about who the best play-by-play color and and ringside reporter combo was like we are heavily heavily into this i know a lot of people whenever i'm at like you know functions and we're watching a sporting event i go out of my way to watch the intermission reports i go out of my way to listen to what uh james duffy is saying or ron mm-hmm. mclean or whoever it might be kyle bakoskis with the ringside report coming out of a commercial and I t- i'm the guy that's like yo everybody shush shush let me listen to this <laughs> because we are fans of that as well so yeah. imagine getting to rub your shoulders with the people that you idolize growing up so Mm -hmm. i think that's a very special component that i never want to lose yeah oh man it's been great having you here i wish we could do another half hour i know you'd like to but i gotta get this story in about uh this marathon runner here i can't wait i can't wait to hear this before i let you go i know you guys are running running short on time brendan what's the best part of your summer so far Wow. Um, I have had so much opportunity to be on air. And I think that when I get these opportunities to do stuff like what I'm doing right now to fill in for Reed, for example, um, you know, it really brings a smile to my face. Like I was joking off the top of the show. I've been here since 10 o'clock this morning. I don't care about the long work day because it's a passion project, right? So uh, that's, uh, that really resonates with me as well. And I know we're both very fortunate to be in a position where we can, you know, do this on a daily basis. Bob, uh, Bob Stoffer always calls at the toy box of life that we're in. So to, to take a moment and recognize that we're there, uh, certainly nothing wrong with that. Uh, Tony Brar, appreciate you jumping in studio, man. And uh, we know we'll find you on Twitter and around the rink soon enough. Brendan, the hockey season can't come soon enough. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Down the stretch we go in summer. <laughs> Love it. We're back in a moment here on 630 Jet. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Brendan Escott in with you a couple more times this week. We'll finish out this uh, half hour today, of course, and then... Uh, We'll link up once more on Friday. Minto Cup is in town starting Sunday. So you got the Edmonton Marathon starting Sunday. Well, it starts and concludes on the same day. Imagine a two-day marathon. (laughs) You got the Minto Cup. Lacrosse, though, is coming up. We'll chat with John Lentz on Friday about that. Cannot wait to get that side of the story. Lacrosse is starting to really, really come to the surface in this part of the country. But tonight we're going to finish off this tease that I've had for you. What Guinness World Record is David Elliott going for? He's running the marathon on Sunday, but he's not going for the fastest time. I'm sure he's trying to beat his personal record. That's not the Guinness record he's going for, though. What could it possibly be? I'll tell you after this next newscast here. It's Brendan Escott with you on 630 Chad.